to episode six, Trip Report of Earful Podcast. I am your host, Kate, and I'm joined by... Patrick. Patrick, and we are back from our trip to Disney World. Well-rested. That's a lie. That's a lie. And uh, raring to go. Also a lie. Also, yeah, we're a little tired. Yeah, we're tired. Uh, But we are very happy with our recent trip. Got to do so many things. We did recon. We did, yes. We did a lot of recon. Yeah, and, and a little bit outside the parks, too, That's which what I'm we saying. will get to at the end of the episode. But mm. what a fulfilling trip, and we can't wait to share our trip highlights I with you. I have no clue how you're going to fit this into a half an hour. It might have to be two. We can talk forever. I know. This, I, I went through the, the show notes, and as I was typing, I was going, this is not going to fit into 30 Heck minutes. No. So this might be a little longer than normal, but all right. it's all good stuff because it's all dealing with the parks and what is currently happening there. But first off, we have to go back into our questions of the week from last week. Did we have multiple questions? We had a couple because we went away. We asked a couple of questions oh, while we were, yeah, while yeah, we were yeah, gone, yeah, yeah, and people yeah. were interacting. So we had a lot of really great interaction this week. We first asked... <laughs> What was your favorite Disney Ugh. villain song? Yeah, I saw this. And we asked if you were on Team Kate, which was Be Prepared, nope. or if you were on Team Patrick, which was Anything But Be Prepared. Anything But. And here are the responses that we got. Cap and Jim suggested every little piece from Pete's Dragon. That And that is a wonderful selection, because Pete's Dragon is one of my favorite movies. And I forget it's Disney. Yeah, Right, and it's it, one of those the music, ones. the music in Pete's Dragon is phenomenal. If you have not seen Pete's Dragon, do yourself a favor. And then we also had a suggestion. I love this one, Oogie Boogie song from Nightmare Before Christmas from Dan B. Another great. I didn't realize it. Well, I knew it was Disney, but again, one of those fringe ones that yeah. you don't necessarily Tim think, Burton. but they're there in the parks. Another one of my favorites is Hellfire from Hunchback. Yeah. This was suggested by Brittany S. T J F and. Tina S. See, I don't know that one as well. You don't know, but you know Hunchback pretty well, right? Mm, mm, you know, mm. out there. Yeah, because I had to sing it like six times. Okay. Oh, Hellfire is so good. Yeah, I don't it's know so Hellfire. Good. I, I would dare say that as as a young person watching Disney movies, that like I don't I don't know if I would have understood it mm. if I had been younger because it, it's pretty like intense, like the what it's suggesting. Like be prepared is intense. <laughs> yes, but there are hy- hyenas in that one, Ooh. so it makes it a lot easier. All right. Then we had Poor Unfortunate Souls from Krista C. and Katie C. That's a good one. Yes, it is. And last but not least, Trust in Me from The Jungle Book from Stephen S. I love The Jungle Book. So thank you for those The original. The the, the first one, the The, animated. The animated. Not the remake or then the the other live action because there was the Jon Favreau Jungle Book and then this new one called Mowgli, which I've not seen yet. Oh, okay. But it has like Christian Bale in it. I just like the cartoon one. Yeah, oh, it's yeah. fun. Mm-hmm. I'm the king of the swingers. Favorite, that's my favorite song. I love that song. Jungle VIP. I've reached the top and had to stop, and that's what's bothering me. I want to be a man, man, come and stroll right into town. And be just like the other man. I'm tired of monkeying around. Oh, we'll see that the chorus for next time. Then we asked you who your favorite dwarf was. Because we mentioned that we were going to be meeting some dwarfs, and then we got into a d- discussion about which was the best dwarf. And hands down, there wasn't, it's not even a contest, Sleepy. Really? Was everybody's favorite. Yeah, if you think about it, like, I love naps. Sure. I should have said Sleepy yeah. over Grumpy. I'm grumpy when I don't sleep, therefore, I should have been Sleepy. That's a great answer. Love and it. And then, then a blast from our past, Eric Garner 
from the Know Nothing podcast. This was a show that we were on two years ago talking about the movie Troll. And we highly recommend the podcast. It's wonderful. I I don't even know if it's still in existence. Oh, really? Yeah, I I was trying to research it the other day, trying to find him. And um, he came on our show and talked about our our most favorite bad movies. Yes. And so we we had a great time with him. He said his favorite was Sneezy. Okay, Sneezy. sure. And our last question of the week was, how would you reimagine Soren? If you could take Soren and move it to different parts of the world, where would you put it? And Jen M. had the very simple answer of making it Soren over Disney World or Disneyland. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That way you could see it from from the sky. Yeah, I think that'd be pretty cool. What, did you have any other answers for where would you reimagine Soren? I didn't, Soren? but I would say, you know, they did Soren over California. They should do Soren over Florida. I'm going to go with my other one that I think that works for this. The answer that works best for this one, too. I think exactly. they should do Soren over Wakanda. <laughs> oh, my God. I would pay. Right? Soren in the Marvel movies. That would be awesome. Oh, that'd be awesome. Right? You could, okay. you could be in space. <laughs> you could... Soren. Soren. You could be over the Avengers compound. Yeah. I could get behind that. Yeah, all right. Absolutely. They just can't do it, but they can do it in California. Ebombe. Ebombe. And then we have to give a shout out. This is really cute. The Mugshot Podcast is somebody that follows us on Instagram and is a frequent listener. And they have two little ones that listen. And we wanted and to they say... they listen to us? They listen to us, oh, yeah. Oh, man, I'm so sorry, So keep guys. it clean, Patrick. Yes, I'm. Yes, I'm. We want to say hi to Jacob and Emmett. Thanks for listening, guys. Thanks. And last but not least, coming off of a couple episodes ago, when we... Patrick <laughs> threw a tantrum about the reusable shopping bag price hike. They went up. They did go up. We have a giveaway for you guys. We are going to give away a reusable shopping bag from the Disney parks. Because we picked one up specifically for this purpose. For this giveaway. <laughs> picked one up. Had it brought paid back to the hotel. Paid the exorbitant prices. That's right. Paid $250 oh, for I it. don't want to talk about it. Yes. We're not going to talk numbers. But here's what you have to do. If you want to win this bag, it's blue and features the Mickey Mouse main characters. You need to, A like our page, mm-hmm. and there will be a specific post shared on the day that this releases, which will be uh, the 9th, July 9th. There'll be a post on our Facebook page. You must share that post as well. So again, you need to like our page and share that post by July 13th. And you can't say you're doing it to win a contest. No, you can. Oh, okay, right. Totally. I don't Self-promotion, that's fine. All right. That's what we're doing, sure. basically. Sure. So yes, if you, if you do this and we select you, you can win yourself. A highly expensive, reusable Disney shopping bag. Very well. Everyone wants it. Yeah, and a little bit of earful swag as well. Sure. I think it's high time that we got to the news. This is the Global Broadcasting Service, serving remote outposts since 1928. In the parks this week, we found out about a lot of changes coming to Epcot. There's so many things that have been announced to be closing, to be relocated, to be renovated, that along with the Guardians coaster and the Space Restaurant, these are brand new announcements as of this week. So we're just going to kind of run through these rather quickly. And in our week-long journey of all the parks, Epcot was the chillest. Oh, it was so dead. It was in a nice way. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. Not a bad way. But every other park was was crazy, but Epcot was awesome. We really enjoyed Epcot this time. Room to breathe. Didn't feel at all like you were trying to fight for space but uh and so all the changes coming including ratatouille and everything else like that's going to change yeah oh, oh yeah absolutely with the coaster absolutely 
So Fountain View Starbucks is going to close, and it will open in a temporary location this fall during the renovations. And that is on the right-hand side. As you walk in towards the Fountain of Nations. Yeah. Uh, the electric umbrella is going to close on September 8, 2019, and I have not heard of any plans to reopen it in a different location. I think it's just closing. Uh, I thought that one was getting – well, that that one is getting remodeled, redone. They're, no, they, they, I, I read something this week that Did said you? that is being remodeled, redone, and reopened, but it will be completely different. Yeah, because I, I wouldn't mind if they changed it completely because it's just it's just a quick service location, honestly. Okay, all right. Listen, I'm going to – All right. Stop. <laughs> it had the most amazing <sighs> snack. Whatever. That we had the entire trip – so but how can you say you're like, Meh. it was the greatest, you would not stop talking about this. The snack was, the location wasn't. Okay, it's not It's not themed any particular way, because there's some electric-looking umbrellas <laughs> outside. Hence the name. They weren't even that electric. They looked very What, you going to tell me what the snack was? I'm going to save that, Patrick. Okay. There's an order here to my notes. I should post our notes. Post-its. I should post our notes Via post-its for our fans to see. Where they got that name, post-its? Probably. All right. Interventions East, Colortopia, and Nanu's Break are all scheduled to close permanently this fall. Art of Disney and Penn Central will close on September 8th. The Camera Center and Heritage Manor will close and return early next year with different product assortments from Penn Central and Art of Disney. The Camera center yeah that's like that's like right where you walk in and you i can, know but why because you can still buy a, one of those clicky cameras that you can scroll through okay. and right. makes you think of weddings when they hand out all the disposable cameras mouse gear which is one of the best stores in the entirety of all the parks and resorts one of the best disney stores is going to move to a temporary location while the crews are going to refurbish and they just recently place. done mouse gears it was recently done no that was the one in disney springs mm. mouse gear has been there for quite some time i thought that one was just re- refurbished but it's one of my favorite gift shops to go through oh i as know patrick knows oh i know because he wouldn't let me go in there this time that's right i told her no we and did, I, we did go in I there stepped once. my foot down and i said no and i was so mad about it we went there once <laughs> To look for the Illuminations, Farewell Illuminations pin. Which is not which available. Is sold out. You can't find it anywhere. So if yeah. you guys have one, please send me one. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we can do a swap. I can swap you a reusable shopping bag for the pin. We have more than one I reusable like shopping bag? I feel like that's a really bag. bad trade. <laughs> <laughs> Club Cool, which is where you can get samples of uh, different sodas throughout the world, is going to be incorporated into a new space in the near future. Woo-hoo. The Meet Disney Pals character spot is closing to be re- relocated. Yeah, that's a big one. Mm-hmm. That's the uh, that is at the Betamax and Betamax. <laughs> God, Betamax. Yes. What was that? That was my approval sound oh, effect. Betamax. That's funny. Uh, big Hero Six. Oh, another one. They can make another joke. And uh, two of the happy and, and grumpy uh, <laughs> characters from Inside Out. You like that? Um, Yeah, that was so much fun this year. We got to most of them, except we still have not done Sadness and Disgust. Yep. Oh, is that who they were? This is what you are every time we go to a gift shop. (laughs) Sad and disgusted with me. It's joy. It's joy and and joy and sadness. Sadness. Disgust wasn't there. Where's disgust? There is a disgust. She's green. Is it disgust? Disgust. I'm all confused. Not not you just disgust (laughs) someone. Okay. You're unhappy. Like you were with me most of the trip. Well, no, I had a good time with you until now. <laughs> As part of the transformation, the Fountain of Nations is going to close permanently. Wah, wah. That's like a huge part of Epcot. <laughs> <laughs> 
that was another sound effect for you. That's a huge part of Epcot. Um, but I, I have only ever like looked towards it while the fountain has been doing its show yeah. every now and then. Epcot likes to do a lot of water stuff. Yeah. Like there's a couple places in Epcot you can see water dancing. So I'm actually surprised the fountain is going away because Epcot loves water. And along with that, inside the land building where they used to have the Circle of Life Theater, they're going to put a new movie in that space. It's called Awesome Planet. And of course, along with all of these things are a couple of things that we've already talked about. Epcot Forever will begin showing on October 1st. And this is a new show in place of Illuminations that will feature uh, favorite Epcot tunes. And they are going to have special effect kites that will be on jet skis. Sign me up. But at nighttime. So there has to be like light up kites. Sign me up. I'm on the jet ski. I'm doing it. So, the, yeah, um, they're going to have a driver on the jet ski and then a kite handler on board. Will there be a giant globe that opens up like a lotus flower? I doubt it. Okay. I really doubt it. Along with that, in France, is the Beauty and the Beast sing-along that's coming. There will be updated films. This scares me. For China and Canada. <gasps> I hope no. they don't touch that Martin Short classic. Oh. There's the Guardian's Coaster. There's a space restaurant. And then there is the Regal Eagle Smokehouse opening in the fall of 2019 in the American Pavilion. It's going to replace the Liberty Inn. I'm okay with that. Yeah. So, I mean, these are all awesome things coming. And I'm sure we we haven't been going long enough, I think, to be like, oh, my God, they're closing. Um, What's what's the one thing I never get a chance to do? Uh, Interventions. I never go into interventions. So, like, it it hasn't made an impact on me. Not at all. Um, but is there anything on the list, Patrick, that you're like, oh, no, they can't, they shouldn't close that? Or does this all make sense? No, Epcot is supposed to be the future. It's supposed to be how things are going to be in the future. And it, it is a very dated park. I love the World Showcase, but the rest of the park is very dated. So Dancing Water can go away. I'm okay with that. Um, wow. <laughs> right? <laughs> and uh, uh, Starbucks can get a new home. I'm fine with that. The Camera Center can go away. I'm okay we with don't that. Even need it. Yeah, like I said, it's supposed to be like the the, the um, living for the future, and it, it needs some help. Right, exactly. So, um, along with this, at the D23 Expo, they are going to make more announcements about the future of Epcot, and so it need, it needs to be done. I'm sure that we're going to be hearing more about what the front entry will look like. Which which we got a couple good looks at because yeah. the right side of all the. Um, Alien names, what the heck's that? The monoliths. The monoliths, whatever. The obelisks. I don't know what those things are. The monoliths. And yeah. I, they're pictures of people you can't see. Anyway, those are going to be replaced, and we saw there where their permanent home is going to be. Um, and when we rode on the monorail, we were able to look down and see all the work that's being done in that area uh, just outside the park. Yeah. It's actually really exciting. And with the monoliths gone, there's a lot more room. Oh, it's so much prettier. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure at the point, at that time when they had the monoliths first up, it was probably pretty exciting to think, I'm on that monolith forever I'm, yeah forever i'm right here forever and i'm gonna be now i'm gonna be behind the monorail <laughs> so forever forever yes let's talk about experiences and shows it's an appropriate sound clip for it's donald singing i figured it was appropriate especially for this one the up bird show in the animal kingdom is set to close temporarily for improvements which, what is bob disney thinking that should be a sound clip i'll just cue it uh, September 8th through the September 14th, just six days, they are going to change some things about it. It needs to be done. 
this was actually this show itself was an update from the original Flights of Wonder show, which was reworked in the spring of April 2018. This is Animal Kingdom, right? This this is the update was to include the the characters from Up. Right. Um, here's what I'm thinking. Um, they now have the Kevin character walking around. Kevin's awesome. I can't not imagine that they won't try to work him in somehow or have a second. Not that, not that there's two Kevin guys. Don't get me don't get me wrong. There's only one Kevin, but maybe they'll have Kevin at that as well, magically. You know, because yeah. he can't be in two places at once. Uh, I, the show is boring. The birds are great. They do a nice job training the birds, but it's it's a little it's a wee bit uh, boring and dated. And uh, it needs to be updated. Along with that, get, get ready, Patrick. You ready? Uh-huh. I need you just to do the same sound effect. The March of the First Order is closing on July 6th. Bob Disney is a genius. <laughs> <laughs> a genius. Oh, this is something we disagree on. <laughs> so according to Disney, the First Order will be redeploying okay. their troops to patrol Star Wars Galaxy's Edge yeah. when the new land opens on August 29th. L- l- let's put a pin in this. Mm-hmm. Let's put a pin. Let's describe what this event is. Okay. So multiple times a day, the park entrance closes down and people have to leave the streets while... The park entrance doesn't close. They don't close the parks. Uh, you're right. The, the main walkway you're is right, shut you're down. Right. You're right. You're right. You is good. Um, they close the main walkway so that they can bring out 12 stormtroopers and Captain Phasma yes. to march down the street yeah. to the sound of... Oh, my gosh. It's so much more than that. Hang on. Let me finish. They get to a point where the recording will then have Brienne of Tarth saying... <laughs> Saying things like, we are looking for the rebel spy. And then the actor in the phasma suit, like, acts his whole thing out. I wish you could see what I'm seeing right now because he's totally doing what you probably think he's doing. Like, he's just shifting in his chair left to right. So then they they single out some poor child, and then I'll keep my eye on you, Bran of Tarth says. And then they get back in line and they continue marching down the street. That's it. They do it seven times a day. And every time we're there, Kate's like, oh, can we go see it? I'm like, why? It doesn't change. Because, oh my gosh, stop. Just hammer time. (laughs) Listen, you're on that, stop. I don't need your underscore. You do not use the the name of John Williams in vain like that. You're on the street, and the, the 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 speakers are so loud, and it doesn't just start with that. It's the March of the First Order, number one. It's not the Imperial March. Because it's from Force Awakens. So, number one, stop it. I get my chance to, to say my piece. <laughs> I was just taking a little snooze. Yeah, I know. Next week, this will be hosted by just me. <laughs> and, and then it's just so cool to see them come out of nowhere and, oh. and to see Captain Phasma. Like, it's, the, the costumes are amazing. And it, it's just, it gives you a sense like you're in a movie with 4,000 other people <laughs> around you. I love it. I don't care what you say. I love it. I would I would watch it seven times a day. I think if we I could. got in the plane and she went. We didn't see it this year. I caught a little bit of it. Yeah, we did at the tail end. Yeah, I tried not to. Yeah, let's buy some merchandise. So if you are going to be doing a run Disney event, they have just released limited edition magic bands for these events. They have artwork that is inspired by the run Disney races. They are thirty four ninety nine plus tax. And they will be available for your pre-arrival purchase via the products tab in your Run Disney account for participants currently registered for 2020 events. And you can see, I gave Patrick a picture. They have one for Cinderella. They have one with Mickey. They have one with Moana. And then they have one featuring icons of all four parks. 
Very cool. Very, very nice. I'm a little hungry. Let's chat about dining. So Takumi Tei, which Patrick thought weeks ago was Hakuna Matata, just had a soft opening <laughs> in Japan. <laughs> Don't touch that one. Just had a soft opening. Uh, I read a really, really, really thorough you review. Have children listening. Yes, I know, right. which is why I'm going on. We had a very thorough review from the Disney Food Blog that I'm going to uh, share on our page later this week. Um, they said the biggest, the biggest takeaway from the whole experience was that it's a long process. It's four hours. It took them four hours from getting in the restaurant to finishing their meal and paying for them to Who wrap did this? it up. Disney Food Blog. Oh, okay. Very, very popular source of okay. Disney information. Um, it is in the bottom of Japan's main pavilion. and The basement? The basement, <laughs> underground. It's, okay. in, it's in the, it's in the um, utilidors. <laughs> it's in the hallways. There's no utilidors in not, Epcot. Not Epcot. There's just a lagoon underneath. <laughs> the menu includes appetizers, main courses, sashimi, maki sushi, nigiri, and desserts. Mm. In addition to the main menu, there's also something called an omakase tasting menu, which is $130 per person. And then if you want to have an optional beverage pairing, it's 75 a person. So for 200 and some dollars, you can get a really nice evening of food. So one person at the Disney food blog did this, this type of meal. And they were, oh my God, the pictures on the article are just gorgeous. The plating is spectacular. Um, They feature highly the Wagyu beef. Um, in, and prepared different ways. And one of the comments was that at one point they gave them American beef and Japanese beef, and it was like, hands down, the Japanese beef was way better. Mm. was was way tastier. I bet. You also, at the end of your meal, can pair it with a tea service that they'll come and prepare the tea for you at your table, which is pretty cool. And last week we talked about a very special sake martini at Yisake in <laughs> Disney Springs, which was topped with Kanpaito sugar. And at this restaurant, you are actually given this as a gift as you leave, this type of sugar. So currently there are no Disney Dining Plan redemption options available. So if you're going to go, you're going to pay out of pocket. Mm. So just be prepared. <clears throat> like Scar says. <laughs> Oh, okay. Are you are you editing my, my episode <laughs> notes as I'm going along? There was a misspelling. Oh, I'm sorry. Thanks for th- that. Really impacted the story. <laughs> Thank you for correcting. I me. wasn't going to point it out. All right. Yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> along with that, the Magic Kingdom debuted a brand new Dole Whip this week because that's like their favorite thing is to debut a special Dole Whip for a day and then take it off the menu. Um, but this is a new Dole Whip. It's called Red's Revenge. And it's in homage to the new girl pirate in, in Pirates, Pirates of the Caribbean. Caribbean. It's a Dole Whip float featuring strawberry Dole Whip submerged in strawberry Fanta with a mm. chocolate pirate hat on top. It's available by the cup, but only at Sunshine Tree Terrace for six ninety nine or a Disney Dining Plan credit. Is that Sunshine Tree Terrace? Is that the one by the Robinson? Yes, it's directly the, across from it. The uh, the, the Robins- flying yeah. carpets. Meet the Robinsons and the spinning camel. <laughs> and the spinning camel. Yeah, it's right there. Okay. it's like if you if you can't make it long enough to get to Aloha Isle and you want to settle for <laughs> something that's a little bit closer, right. you go there. Let's talk about transportation. So we're going to get some new buses in the bus department. Six brand new buses featuring Mickey, Minnie, Donald, Daisy, Goofy, and Pluto. And it's basically on the side of the bus is just their gigantic head. And then the rest of the bus is themed in the colors of those characters. They will also have brand new interiors with new seats, laminate floors, and some will have USB charging ports. 
Oh, yeah. not a bad idea. That's very cool. They'll never work, but... <laughs> well, and think about who will, like, if they only have a couple, who will, like, run on the bus to try to get those seats? Because you, you and I know, it. by the time you're done with a day of Disney, using the app, it drains your battery. Yeah, but I'm, I'm not going to be carrying my cable around just so maybe I can get a spot on the bus that I can charge my phone well, for 10 seconds. You could do a mini cable. A mini cable. <laughs> now, now I'm Mini confused. cable. <laughs> you could. And we had to kind of address this, I, I feel like, on the show... Uh, talking about some things that are not related to the parks necessarily, but we got a new aerial this week. Uh, the Disney live action version of the little mermaid has cast Halle Bailey as Ariel. And it stirred up quite the controversy across the interwebs mm-hmm. because she is not the typical Ariel as people would like to say right now. Um, but she's part of a singing duo with her sister, Chloe. She was mentored by Beyonce because th- th- they apparently did a cover of her song and Beyonce noticed so wow. that's good. She is in the TV show Grownish on ABC. And I mean, I'm just happy that they cast a singer yeah. finally mm-hmm. in, in a singing role because as much as I love Beauty and the Beast, I I wasn't head over heels with the live action. Partially because they just they they cast for celebrity status, I feel like. I feel like Emma Watson did a great job acting. Um I felt she was a little underwhelming at times, but her voice wasn't up to what it needed to be. So I, I don't care what color skin she is. I don't care what color hair she has. I'm just happy she's a singer. I agree, 100%. Yeah, yeah. and... I am I, supportive. I think back to when they... I will see it. Yeah, I think back to when they um, announced the casting for Spider-Man Homecoming, and they cast Zendaya as MJ, and that is a character that traditionally, here we go again, like, is is a redhead, is is a white girl, and they cast Zendaya. And I, at, at the like, when they announced it, I was like, oh, Disney star, like, this is not going to be good. She's not going to be able to act. Then she impressed the heck out of me in the movie, and, like, now I can't imagine anybody else but her take on it. So, like, I, I now I'm not going to go into anything with a closed mind. I'm, I'm like, way open to suggestion on, on who should play what now? Because she she really changed my mind about that all. So along with her, along with Halle Bailey, we have Melissa McCarthy as Ursula. And she will also be with Jacob Tremblay, who will be playing Flounder, and Aquafina, who will be playing Scuttle. Aquafina, isn't that a drink? That is a drink, yes. Mm, Spelled differently, though. Oh, okay. Yeah. Hey, listen, we're going to take a quick break. What? When we come back. Okay. We're going to chat about our recent trip to Disney. We're so excited to share with you the things that we discovered and experienced. So, can we do it now? Stick around. Can no, I now? need to prepare. Can we do now? I need to stretch. Now. Nope, nope. They're going to stick around. We'll be right back. Hey, my name's Paul, and I'm not an animal expert. I'm Donna, and I'm not an animal expert either. And together we do a podcast about animals called Varmints. Every week we pick an animal, do a bunch of research on it, and bring you some interesting facts about that animal. But we don't stop there. We talk about that animal in movies, TV, and other pop culture. And we talk about whether or not that animal would make a tasty dish, and how intelligent we think it is on the scale of 1 to 10. It's exactly like one of those fancy PBS nature documentaries. Except with more poo jokes! New episodes go live every Thursday wherever you find your favorite podcasts. Or you can visit us at BlazingCaribouStudios.com. <laughs> Varmints! Varmints! <laughs> <laughs> and we are back. And we are, we have stretched. We have done some dynamic stretches. We've run a lap. We are ready to talk about our trip. 
So here we go. Grab onto your butts. Hold onto your butts. Make sure you find a hand railing to stay safe. As, Be safe. As, as Bob Disney would tell you. First of all, we did something completely different this trip. We flew into Sanford, which we never do. Airport, because, Sanford Airport. Yeah, because Not we, Sanford and Sons. We, we flew into somebody named Sanford. <laughs> Our plane hit someone. Um, and we never do this because there's no Magical Express offered at Sanford, as you probably all know, or you might not be aware of this. So what we did was we took a lift from Sanford, um, and it was flawless. Like, from the moment we touched down to the moment of getting in the lift car, it was absolutely flawless. It was much faster than had we actually yes. landed in Orlando and taken a magic bus. Absolutely. So if you're hesitant on flying to Sanford because you want the Magical Express, I mean, I think the ride was about $55. It was, yeah. So just to give you an example of what you could expect to pay, so 110 round trip, but you don't have to wait for the bus. Your your driver is right there once you, you get outside. You have your luggage with you? Yeah, it's already there. Some people like to have it checked with Magical Express, but uh, we couldn't say enough good things about Julian, our driver, at JB Transportation. Yeah. So, yeah, if you need someone re- reliable to take you from Sanford, let me know. Yeah, we've got I a phone number now because yeah. he's awesome. We liked him a lot. We got to our resort, All-Star Sports. Check-in was flawless. Yeah, I think we were, like, second in line, and yep. the guy took us right away and, and uh, said, room's ready? Yeah. Go. Yeah. Yeah, we, that's like one of the first times it's actually been ready getting there early because yeah. this was like at 1230 and he was it was ready. He was all very impressed with the work you had done. He was, I don't, I was, he was saying like, oh, you've, you've really done a good job planning this. And I'm going like, uh, it's a check-in. Check the boxes <laughs> and hit okay. Like, what the heck? Good job. Yeah. I'm going like. Uh, it's a check-in. Check the boxes and hit okay. Like, what the heck? Good job. Yeah. So as soon as we finished check-in, the bus was already, I think it might've been out there waiting for us like, yeah, like it, they knew we were coming very little time wasted got right to magic kingdom the first day and we had good news because we don't carry bags but you had a little clutch i did have a wristlet and we thought oh we're gonna have to go through the bag line but no even that went well the yeah. guy's like Meh, don't worry yeah last time i was there i had to check my little tiny six inch wristlet Every single time in the bag line, not at all this time. One, there was one time the guy was like, One time Wait he was like, minute. hang on a second. And yeah. I was like, no, no, no. I've done it every other park. Please don't make me go through the bag line. Yeah. First thing we saw were the Dapper Dans right in the opening of Magic Kingdom. They did a little ditty for us. They were very great. Uh, we, we tweeted about it, and one of the Dapper Dans liked it. Awesome. It was really cool. Then we went to Pecos Bills, and we mobile ordered. Which I would which highly recommend. Patrick's first time doing that. And if you if you don't do this, guys, you're, you're you're really missing out on an opportunity to save some time because we walked right up to the counter. Um, the food was there in a couple of seconds and the drinks a couple of seconds later. We both had the fajita platter. So the way that that works is you put in your order as you're walking towards it. Well, actually, we figured this out as we went along with our trip. You can put your order in any time during the day. You could put it in before you go, like in the morning, but you actually hit a second button when you arrive to the location, then they prepare it. Right. So it's it's just, it's so swift. And so you can do your whole day of meals in the morning. Avoid the lines, That's absolutely. Pretty cool. It's pretty cool. So we had the fajita platter, which was good. Um, I would say the pros of Pecos Bills is that they have an unlimited toppings bar for mm-hmm. fajitas, quesadillas, tacos, whatever. Um, but the food is a little bit salty. I kind of noticed that with my chicken and my um, pork. I but, like that. That's I a mean, pro for me. I mean... 
again, it's a really picky con. Yeah. But again, you could like that. It's very crowded and very noisy. And it's as, it's, as everywhere. As you will find with a lot of quick service kingdoms. locations. Um there was a lot of food on the tables on the floor from from previous people consumers stink. and they don't pick up after themselves. But good to know that we figured out after we left that there is more seating in this restaurant. If you go towards the back and turn left as you're going towards Adventureland, there's more seating in the way back. Yeah. So I, I would assume that would be a little bit quieter because not many people get that far. They right. just want to find a seat right away. Right. We had our first fast pass at Splash Mountain. It was really hot at that point. One of my favorite rides, I think, in all the parks. Really? It is. Yeah. It, and over the years, it's slowly become my favorite I ride. I love it, too. You know, it's it's not a well-known story, and the ride seems to go on forever. It's a very long ride. You feel like you get a lot of bang for your buck. You do. You do. And every time you get to a point, like, here comes a drop, and then, nope. no, there's more. Nope. Here's some more um, animals that are on drugs yeah, for you to look much. at. Pretty much. Yes. <laughs> Then we went to Philhar Magic, which we usually do that first, but we had a fast pass and we had to get And we to, were hungry. And we were very hungry. Yeah. And which is Philhar Magic's got a very special place in my heart. And we discovered that that is also where they are selling the new Donald Duck ears, which are not so much ears as they are Donald Duck's feet from the end of Philhar Magic and his little his little butt. Yeah, check out every picture of us in Disney. Yeah. I, I did buy them, spoiler alert. I didn't buy them at first. I walked away and I'm like, I'm not spending twenty eight dollars. And then I walked back and I'm like, I'm spending twenty eight dollars. And again, we sound like crazy people. No, I <laughs> no, I think in the in the grand spectrum of Disney people, we are not that crazy. Okay. I think we're very sane, right? Mm-hmm. Did Space Mountain? Then we did the people mover, Patrick's brilliant idea because we saw all the Tron construction. Right. And it's moving along. I mean, you've seen pictures probably online of it, and it's clipping right along. And you have very a fast. great view from the people mover. Yeah, great and I have, a, I have a video I'll post on our page later the week yeah. of the construction. Got some Dole Whip after that at Aloha Isle, again with the mobile order. Yeah. Very slick. No special flavors this time, but like I said, they're very picky about when they come out with these, the Hey Hey Cone, the Stitch Cone, and then this new Reds, the Reds float. Mm-hmm. Mine Train, Little Mermaid. Haunted Mansion. Your favorite Haunted Mansion. I do. I, I I think that might be my favorite. I don't know. Like, it's between that, Tower of Terror, Soren, and um, Everest. Did we ever figure out where the photo in Haunted Mansion was being taken? It, it's, yeah, it was early on. It's very early on. Because we assumed the photo was going to be when the ghosts are in the car with you. And it wasn't. So and they've wasn't. added a new photo pass service to Haunted Mansion. And it's very early on, I believe, right before you see the pictures that change. It, it, yes. The very last picture that changes, there's a flash. There's a woman that's a cat, I believe. Yes, that's correct. That is right before they will take the picture. So like the first time, because we did, did the ride twice. Yeah. First time, it was it was a really great picture of us. Second time, I think I must have been looking up fast passes because my head was down. Shocking. It was not a good picture. So just be aware of that if you go. Um, to Haunted Mansion. Got myself a Haunted Mansion spirit jersey. Yes, you did. It glows in the dark. Which was fun because we were overweight in our suitcase when we came down. But not when we came back. <laughs> well, we had, we had what some did we get? What did we get? I threw out the cotton balls. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> we threw out that tube of toothpaste. Yeah. That's actually, right. We, we did. We actually used enough sunscreen and that we, we saved the weight. If we go down with your daughters, we'll just leave one there the next time. <laughs> my daughters are the, the Q-tips. Mm-hmm. Moving on. Okay. Um, then one of my favorite memories is we went to <laughs> Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor. And this is a ride that we do every single time because it's it's one of the funniest rides in all. It's of, all improv. It's not a ride. It's a show, basically. It's an improv show. Completely improvised, uh, but some very talented actors. And every time they do it, they always seem to find a gentleman in the audience. 
and they refer to him as that guy. Mm-hmm. And spoiler alert, Patrick was that guy. I'm really surprised you went with that story first. Why? Because there was a better story about <laughs> Monsters Left. Do you floor. think that's better? <laughs> I thought yours was better. So we met up with a friend of mine uh, and his brother and the, the families, and we, we rode all that together. And there was a little friendly competition going on as to whose joke was going to be brought up. And um, we all submitted jokes. We all got text by, back saying your joke has been received, except for Miss Kate. Except for me. She accidentally put the wrong. Well, you know how that you go into the room and it says, if you want to submit a joke, put this word first. So I did, but it was for the wrong show. Right. Like it was like it had updated and I didn't see that. So I sent this text, never got a response. And then I tried to send a second text and a third text. And I was not getting responded <laughs> to by Disney. It was driving her nuts. So no one got my joke. And But Patrick was that guy, which is. And then our friend Jim, or uh, 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 Mike. He was what? He One of his jokes was selected. Oh, was it? Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. But then I was that guy. So every now and then they'd, they'd pop back. They'd, they'd, they'd put the camera on Patrick and go, how about that guy? What's that guy doing? And it was just like. And we did it thanks to that guy. And then he got a sticker at the end. I got a that they guy They have sticker. that guy stickers. Who knew? Yeah. I didn't know that. I was that guy. Because I'll never be that guy. <laughs> that girl. <laughs> Me too. That was a great experience. I enjoyed that. Yeah, I always loved that show. Then we had to race over to the boats for the ferry launch because we were, <laughs> you can't not giggle when I say that, can you? <laughs> ferry launch. Ferry launch. It's a ferry launch. Uh, because we were going to Wilderness Lodge to go to Storybook Dining at Artist Point. A wonderful memory. Wonderful meal. Um, just really, really neat. We met, uh, we crew, <laughs> I said Cruella de Vil. We met the Wicked Queen. Well, yeah, but first, like, oh, sorry, let, let's talk about the boats. So let's the boats talk about the take boats. you to the back of Wilderness Lodge. I have never seen this lodge. It's it's gorgeous. It's so big. The campus it's on is so big. Um, I compare it to like you see these these kind of hotels all the time, like the Great Wolf Lodges that are real rustic looking, and um, you have to walk through like the back court past the pool. It doesn't feel like you're on a Disney property. No, you don't at all. Like the way that they've put the foliage and the trees and the plant life, you just feel very secluded. Like, mm-hmm. like you definitely are in the wilderness. So, um, artist point, the check-in system, which we noticed a lot over the course of the week was that you check in, they give, they take your phone number, they text you when your table's ready. So you can go and kind of wander if you need to. And most times we checked in, they took our phone number. And then as we turned around and walked oh, yeah. away, they texted us. It was very, very quick. <laughs> very, very quick. So we walk in and artist point has been completely reimagined. They've decorated it like a forest. There's, there's tree branches on the ceiling that are all lit up with different, changing colors and obviously as you walk in you see two of the dwarves we had dopey and grumpy awesome you saw the evil queen strutting around and then snow white took her time Mm -hmm. she was on a break apparently Mm -hmm. because she didn't show up for probably three-fourths of the meal right i would say our waiter kept saying don't know where snow white is yeah he was fun um we with the dining plan this was one credit so think about that when we tell you what we got one credit got us a cocktail each. Each. Yeah, so we have to share one. Um, an appetizer sampler mm-hmm. of different things. We had like mushroom soup. We had... And that was provided... We did not pick that. They, they, no. They just yeah, brought that out. It was just brought out. We had some, some popcorn <laughs> served. And that was dessert. I'm getting that them mixed dessert, up. Because yeah. dessert was served also in a sampler style too. Right, right. But the mushroom soup was the best. They had like a meat tray, a couple other bread, things. Bread selection. Yeah, bread selection. And it was great. It was nice little... 
wasn't too heavy nope. for what we're about to have. Um, the drinks were really fun. They were themed around the evil queen mostly. Like mine was a, a brew of peaches and it was a bourbon drink. It was yeah. very good. It had this awesome like caramelized sugar around the rim. Yeah. You had some sort of, I think it was a uh, margarita. Okay. Because you had tequila in yours. I don't remember. Yeah. Um, I blur. can look it up. That's okay. Okay. Um, and then we got to pick our own entree. I had their gnocchi, which is was out of this world good, not too heavy. All It was completely vegetarian, which I'm not a vegetarian, but it sounded really good. Mm-hmm. Then you had the braised short ribs. Oh, yeah. And you were... you were. I win. Yeah. I, oh, I had food envy for yeah. the rest of the meal. It was so good. I, had, I won that one. Um, at one point, we were asked to go meet the queen. Like, we mm-hmm. were told, like, you're going to have a specific time. Well, and- they tell you, do not surprise the queen. Mm-mm. The queen does not like surprises. Most women don't. <laughs> and she was she was good, but I was a little let down by by how she behaved. Like, I was expecting more. Because hmm. you see her in Fantasmic, and she's so over the top. And she was a little sedate. Yeah, I think what I said to her when I walked up is, I'm confused. And she was like, what are you confused about? And I said, well, because we were told our whole life that the Wicked Witch is not beautiful, and you're beautiful. And she did not know what to do with that. <laughs> she's not the Wicked Witch. She's the Evil Queen. Well, still, Evil Queens are, were not supposed to be beautiful. And I said to her, you're absolutely gorgeous. And she kind of looked at, at Kate and was like, we have to train them. Don't Like, she did not know what to do with me. Yeah, she had no idea. Yeah. I get that um, a lot. <laughs> so we, we got our picture with her and sat back down. Then we got our dessert, which that was Samplers. that was really cool because oh, they were the apples. They Those had like little favorite. mini chocolate mousse apples. Yeah. They had num, num, um num. he the, our waiter brought over this box that was smoking and it was it was popcorn. <laughs> like he was I thought it was gonna be something like really like chocolatey. With a chocolate heart. Right? Yeah, yeah, it was it popcorn was with a chocolate popcorn heart. with a chocolate heart. I said, heart. "Oh, you're giving us Cracker Jacks? Is there yeah. a prize?" And he kept going, "It's not Cracker Jacks. It's yeah. not Cracker Jacks." Uh, we had a little like tiny cup of sponge sponge layer cake that was, uh, I believe, Dopey's cake, and they also had a tiny sample of Grumpy's favorite, which was the gooseberry pie. Gooseberry pie, and that was good. It was pretty good. It was like it was that. like apple pear pie, whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So all in all, like that was one meal credit. Like you expect to not and to have an appetizer, and you got yeah, you got to meet. I got a <laughs> awesome picture with Grumpy. Yeah, and Snow White finally decided to grace us with her presence. Yeah, she was. She's right. fun though. Like, like she's a, a fun one to interact with. Yeah. One of my pet peeves so though, and, we, and, and I'm sure everybody we left has there to go back to the, the park. One of my pet peeves really is when uh, you go to a fireworks show, um, and, and we rode the pirates the, ride. The people as well. put we the children on the thing that Blackbeard's projection because I am not tall. Right, I am confused often for a middle school over the boat because of my height. Right when you start. I, it's been like, it's like, oh, yeah, we got a great Rosa, spot. And then mm-hmm. the child times it's completely like, gone. Oh, I can't so I'm not sure why they took it out. And I, like, but, I, yeah, it's I just get that the kids can't see, but uh, hold we them. watch the fire show, which I don't we've have seen with that. Ever after several right. times. They're off the ground. Always a delightful moment. See. Like, what do you think? I've had children, and they are very heavy when they're in your arms. So the shoulders is better. It's easier in the shoulders because you're not holding on to the squirming child. But you're someone that is very aware of other people around you. Oh, don't get me wrong. I think it's rude in a situation like that to do that. I do, but I also get why they do it. Yeah, or or to have a child that has a bubble blower oh, blowing in the, in the faces of the people behind awesome. them. That was that, awesome. And it's worse when they're on someone's shoulders because then it gets blown at a greater speed and distance. So, yeah, yeah. we're grumpy old men now. 
I have my pet peeve. I'll come. I'll, I'll bring mine. You up have later. one. Oh, oh good. I got I'm one. So I'll bring that up later. Then, really interesting. We stayed till ten, which was part closed, but that was not the true part closure of the night because they were staying open for villains after hours. So we passed by Small World. I remember this because we were like, should we go on? Should we not? We didn't. And God. we were like, let let's cut back. Let's cut back through the castle. We couldn't. They had roped off an area to send us via the carousel, via the poo ride, the mad teacup ride through Tomorrowland. Um, and then cut back, in front of back out through main street, but then not down actual main street. Cause it was down a cast member corridor, which you are remember cause it, you had to go down there when you brought a girl that was sick. Yeah. That took a, a student that was, that was ill and uh, in a wheelchair and they escorted me through when I, I thought I was seeing something special. It turns out it's, just an, an optional exit for people. Yeah. So we we got to see the park's lighting change. Um, we didn't see any villains. We, we saw There some, was a show going on on stage. I think it was just music, though. I was, mm. I was trying to figure out if there were people on stage. There know. wasn't. Um, but it's really a great... They have a great system to get we people were, out. By that time, we had been up since 3 o'clock in the morning. We were pretty darn tired. Was it 3 o'clock? No. It, was, it wasn't that early. Wasn't it that early? No, we got up like 6. Like it was yeah. that early. We were so, exhausted. It was, it was cool, and it was neat to see the, the, the park kind of change. The weather was hot. It was about 107 real feel, but it was in the 90s, um, and that was kind of miserable. Yeah. But So we were exhausted. It was a long day. Yeah, it was a very long day. Uh, our second day was at Epcot. And again, Patrick had already said this, but it was so not crowded. Yeah. It was so not crowded. It was so nice. Very true. Magic Kingdom was very crowded. Um, our plan was to get there at park at Rope Drop. And to go right to Soren, we were a little bit late, and by the time we got to Soren, the wait was still 15 minutes yeah. for standby. Mm-hmm. So that was great. Got right on that ride, um, one of my favorite rides in all of Disney. And then I, my big plan was to go to Electric Umbrella for a cronut for breakfast, but there the Electric is. Umbrella does not open till 11. The cronut, the croissant donut, one of the most perfect creations in the entire world. So instead, we called an audible. We were going to do Starbucks, but we're like, no, this is too expensive. And, I, and it's Disney. It's Epcot. So we're like, what else is open? And one cast member was like, oh, well, France is open. So we're like, oh, of course, France. Let's go there. We got the Frosé. We walked all the way to France. Not very, not very far. Frosé and croissant sandwiches. Well, but the reason why I say that, the reason why I make that comment about how we walked all the way to France is because it is a distance to go, it's not crowded. No, the world, well, the half of the world show because it's open in the morning is not crowded at all. Right. So we. So to go to France for breakfast for a croissant and something delicious was way awesome. Yeah. And, and there were m- maybe 25 people in the hall itself yeah. eating breakfast. Mm-hmm. And it was just a nice kind of quiet moment. We had a couple of those that day that was yeah, just nice to breathe a little bit. Yep. You cannot walk the other way from France around. It's blocked off until 11. Until 11. So we walked back around, and I think we did Frozen. We, we did standby for 20 minutes. We, we actually walked all the way around to Frozen, yeah. Yeah, because we had a fast pass, but we're like, we can do this now. Let's, get, let's use it for yeah. something else. Mm-hmm. Totally did that. And again, this is a ride that when it opened, it had like eight hour waits. Right. And now it's down to, it was down to 20 minute wait time. This is after the park had well opened. Um, we also got to do a brand new meet and greet, Ralph and Vanellope, which was a delight. Um, Vanellope greets you when you first walk in and then Ralph's off to the, her side and he's enormous. That costume's enormous. It's about the size. It's bigger than Baymax, mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were great. So they're located in the figment pavilion the figment location um in the exit well well, no people are very very 
attached to figment. That's so getting changed too. You need though. to be careful. That's getting changed. Figment? No, the the meet and greet that we saw is, is going to be changed. All the meet and greets are going different places. Yeah, they're getting relocated. We this is one of my favorite treats that we tried over the whole course of our vacation was the avocado margarita. You're a boozer. In Mexico, <laughs> I'm a boozer. Um, this we had to go inside to. Um, the Cava del Tequila to get this. And it already had a line when we got there. Yeah. There was a line and the, and the, the ladies were saying like, are you going to sit and you know eat something or are you just going to get a drink to go, which we just were doing that. Mm-hmm. So it didn't take very long, but there was, there was a line. It's that popular. And we sipped on that margarita for a little while, waited for Donald, but he was not out yet. So well, we, he was, he, there was threats of thunderstorms well, and it was really warm and they did not bring Donald out. Yeah. So that was very crushing. Yeah. I know. Cause he's like my favorite. Yeah. We went to living with the land instead in the land. And <laughs> we, I, I think we just barely made it through that ride still awake. Cause yeah. we were so tired at that point. And I always hot. get so tired the second yeah. day. Yep, yep, yep. So we took a big nap and, uh, our first thunderstorm of the trip hit yep. during the nap. Uh, but we came back to Epcot, finally got to the electric umbrella, and had the cronut. <sighs> it was so good. <sighs> it was amazing. <laughs> I wanted to have two, actually, which is saying something for it's me. It's a donut. It's so good. No, it's not. It's a donut. We, this, our marriage <laughs> hinges on this. Ever have a Krispy Kreme? I don't like Krispy Kreme. You ever have a donut? Yeah. yeah. It was just like that. No, it wasn't. It was flaky. <laughs> it had layers. Like an onion? My, my new reference is going to be to cronuts. Cronuts have layers <laughs> instead of onions. Um, after that, we visited with Mickey and Goofy at the Visa card member spot. Because we have Visa we cards. We have Disney Visa cards, so that's something that's a nice perk if you have that. Um, and we always are like, oh, I wonder who we're going to get to meet today. Like, oh, is it going to be somebody cool? And it's always Mickey or, or Goofy, which we make it's, it sound like we hate them. It's, but <laughs> it's always it's Mickey. It's always them. It's always Mickey, but who's Mickey Pluto. with is always... We, yeah. Sometimes we, the one time we went was Minnie. Yeah. So it, yeah. It, it changes. So we're always like, oh, I hope it's like somebody that's not goofy and it's always goofy. Yeah. It's always goofy. That was fun. Um, at that point, Patrick was like, why haven't we eaten lunch yet? Because we napped. So we went and got a pretzel and grapefruit beer in Germany, which is one of our favorite things to do. Because we're boozers. What? Listen, <laughs> I feel like I'm getting a bad name from you. I said we're boozers. I like to have a, a drink. I do not get drunk. Oh, no. Oh, gosh. That was too warm like for that. I like to enjoy the flavors and mixing together. And we ate together. way too much. <laughs> no. That's vacation. That's what it's for. Mm. Um, we did something that I've never done before. We went to Tuto Gusto Wine Cellar. I've done the restaurant, just never the wine cellar. And this is another little tiny location that if you don't know where it is, it's easy to miss because it's, it's kind of, it's not very obvious where it is. Small little bar. Space at the at the bar to sit, which is what we did. But then people were actually eating lighter foods around us. We had a lovely lemon martini; it was delicious. And then we moved right on to go to the Guardians of the Galaxy show at the American Pavilion. That was and awesome. That was awesome. This awesome, is awesome, a, awesome. A, a new show within the past year, featuring Star Lord, Gamora, Groot in a way, and then a whole cast of characters that play instruments and sing. Um, the songs from 70s. the movie. Yep, yeah, 70s music. And um, we had a moment where the, a little girl to our left, probably eight or nine, yeah. she, we looked at her before the show started and she was dressed up in this really weird costume and this yellow and blue costume with blue eyeshadow and her hair was done 
going like, what is she doing? The show starts and like she starts doing all the moves that the girls are doing. And singing all the songs and doing all the choreography. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like it was really cool to see that because obviously the parents made that. That is not a costume you can buy at all, you know. And and it was, that became one of my, my new favorite shows. I think because every time you go, it could be a little bit different sure. with whoever, depending on who you hear and who's playing the characters. But yeah. it was uh, it was really fun. Uh-huh. Really, really, I'm it. really happy to see that they're incorporating that into Epcot because they can. It's not like the other other Marvel properties they can't touch right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Then we got our dinner, which was in Morocco, which and- is something we've wanted to do for a long, long time. We've been talking about doing dinner in Morocco for a really long time. Yeah. So we we got there early. Our reservation was at 8. I think we got there at 7.15 because we were like, I'm hungry, let's go. So if this is any indication, we walked up to the counter, we, we said our last, we were about to say our last name and she like said it for us. And I said to Kate, I think we're the only people that have reservations tonight because the place was clearing out as we came in at 7. And there were maybe two tables sat after us. Yeah. So there wasn't, it there wasn't was, very busy. It was not. And I mean, pro is that it was not crowded. It was not noisy. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, sometimes I feel like you get into a restaurant that's really well known, but then the atmosphere is terrible because there's so many people, right. which we experienced later on later in our on, trip. Right. Um, so this was nice. The food was okay. I had lamb. What did you have? I had some, another beef shank or something yeah. like that. It you, was okay. You and your beef shanks. I know. And it was okay. It was okay. The, the drinks were okay. okay. We got to a point where like we were ordering beverages and going, I don't want another fruity cocktail because they're so yeah. sweet. Mm-hmm. That's the too thing that sugar. like makes me like sick to my stomach is just too much sugar in the drink. So, um, and you don't want to go into those re- like the to those restaurants and say I'm going to have a Heineken, <laughs> right? Something that you can order at home. I right. wouldn't do that. Um, I did at one point try some wine, but I it's something that I would never order at home, or it's right. probably not even available. Uh, so. We had some belly dancers performing. We had a, a person at the keyboard that was playing live music. The Casio. The Casio keyboard <laughs> we went and checked. Um, I feel like this is one that we just kind of checked off our list. Yeah, exactly. I don't know if I'd go back. Nope. Though there's plenty of other things to try. Nothing about it that I was like, I have to bring people here. Right. And that's I always the, the, the standard for me is, do I want to bring people back? Yeah. And I, I would say that there's other restaurants I've had there and not that are better. Mm-hmm. Then after dinner, we were just kind of walking through and Patrick like shrieks out loud and like grabs my hand. I'm like, what's wrong? And he saw that the Skyliners were moving in the back of the World Showcase by the International Gateway. And they were moving pretty fast. Yeah. Faster than I thought they were going to be moving. Mm-hmm. They were just clipping along. So that was kind of neat, neat to see. You got, got a little video of that. Mm-hmm. I'll show that later. I think I already shared it actually. And then we got fast passes for Illuminations. So we have never was, done this before. No, this is the last time we're going to be seeing Illuminations until it closes. And what you do is you end up going to the front of the World Showcase, um, and they have a little area that they have you kind of sit and stand, and most people sat to begin with, and then the show started and we all stood. And then there's also a, a little spot in front of that towards the water that's completely bare. Like, they're not letting anybody go there. I'm, I'm saying to Patrick, like, why is nobody up on that platform? As you'd like to do. You like to ask me questions that there's that no way I could possibly have the answer. possibly answer, no. <laughs> and it got to, like, five minutes before, and there was still nobody there. I'm, I'm thinking, like, is that the VI, the VVIP? The, the very, very, very important people that are not us, obviously. <laughs> but here's why. Because the show starts, and... As soon as the fireworks start going off, we are bombarded with smoke and bits and from the ash. fireworks, and we're going, <laughs> like, we're just like, 
like, oh, it was it was the wind was blowing right at us. The wind it was windy that night, so that's why they don't put people right up front because they probably would get you know fire in their hair. Yep. Um, but it was nice to see. I I probably have the unpopular opinion that I won't miss this show. I don't know if I'm you, with you. Are you with me, especially when the globe comes out and it's just the globe spinning and having the pictures. It's kind of boring. Yep. Maybe yep. that's an unpopular opinion. Probably I'm not is. Probably for. is. Well, you know what I've noticed on this trip that I've never noticed before is that, that the the fireworks at Magic Kingdom are are airborne. There's a lot of big boomers. There's a lot of big, how does that go? Uh, <clears throat> boom 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 boom. No, there's there's a lot of everybody walking the dinosaur. There's a lot of fireworks that go up high. No other parks have that. None. I've stunned you into silence. None of the, par- <laughs> none of the parks I have the big, the big boomers. So the illumination show at Epcot is a lot of low lying. I understand what you're saying. Fireworks yeah. and some fire and some, but nothing like ooh ah that you look up and go ooh, ooh ah ooh ah. I look up and I see a kid on someone's shoulder and I go ooh. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah. A lot then, of smoke. After that finished, there's always the mass exodus out of Epcot. That's and like I hate the that. last thing. So we kind of went, okay, how can we how can we avoid the crowd? But I, we're not tired. We've taken a nap. So we were like, let's, oh, yeah, let's we keep going. Napped, yeah. So we decided to walk to the International Gateway instead. Which is by uh, France. Right by France. And we took um we took a boat to the boardwalk. Which we found out later we could walk to. Which we had no idea it was that close. Yeah. Um and that was really neat. And Boardwalk is another housing. It's another... Another deluxe hotel. Deluxe hotel. It's now at the top of my list for hotel I want to stay at. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it displaced Animal Kingdom Lodge and anything else that was even close. Polynesian. I now want to stay at the Boardwalk. I just love the vibe. It's it's a, uh, it's around a lake. And it also shares... It's the neighbor of uh, the Beach Club and the Yacht Club. There are things to do, like on the front boardwalk part. There were circus performers. There's a ton of restaurants, a brewery, the ESPN club. Kids were playing cornhole at night on the lawn. There's a general store. Um, We checked out the Atlantic Dance Hall, which is a a huge space for, I'm assuming, parties and weddings um, that like 15 people were dancing at. It was really, like, considering that we'd just been in a crowd of like 5,000 people, to go from that to having 15 More people in a huge hall was just kind of like, oh, this is sad. Yeah. We tried to go to Jelly Rolls, but we didn't realize that Jelly Rolls is a piano bar. It's a dueling piano. It's a dueling piano, and there's a cover charge of $12 a person. Oh, it was 15 It might have been. I don't I think remember. It was, 15. it was something something that we were like, nah, let's just skip it because it was... Sounds like it's fun, but... Mm, nah. It had opened at 7, and it was already 9.30 at this point. We didn't yeah. know how much we missed, so we just didn't do it. But I really wanted to check out the brewery. We didn't do that either. Maybe nope. next time. Because we're um, boozers. <laughs> we are connoisseurs of cocktails of, of adult beverages. Okay. That sounds way better. Okay. Um, and then we took a boat to Hollywood well, Studios. You, you missed the performer. Oh, that's right. That's right. There was a circus guy. Yeah. He wasn't really circusy. He was more magic. He wasn't even anything. magic. Was, he, was, he was comedic magic, if yeah, that makes sense. He was schmuck. schmuck. Uh, Chris, the circus performer, he did like this thing with a bed of nails and he had a huge crowd and... Um, Not really. But this was like at like nine nine thirty at night. Mm-hmm. You know, just something that's offered at that hotel is yep. just really cool. Yep. Um, after that, we did take the boat to Hollywood Studios, which has stops at what's uh, the one the right Swan across and Dolphin. the Swan Dolphin? No, what was the one right across the way? The Beach Club. Beach Club. Then the Yacht Club. Then the Swan and Dolphin, which I've never seen up close, and they're really beautiful properties. Yeah. Even though they're not t- they're not 
technically Disney properties. They're on Disney property, <laughs> and I can sell them to you, <laughs> but they're not a Disney-branded hotel. Right. Um, and then once you pass that, you go to Hollywood Studios. We took a bus home because at that point we were dead. Yeah. Yeah. So we've gotten through two parks so far, but to hear about the other two parks, you're going to have to tune into next week because what? we have gone above and beyond the normal but recording I haven't line. even gotten to my, my, my rant. I know, which is why it will make people tune back in oh to hear your rant. So thank you guys it's for listening doozy. into our first portion of our trip. Uh, we have lots more to tell you about the remaining time we spent at the parks. As always, share your thoughts on our Facebook page, Twitter account, or Instagram. They're all found under at EarfulPod. And remember, if you need travel assistance with your next Disney World vacation, I can help you. As a certified Disney consultant with the Vacation Year Travel Agency, I can help you with every aspect of your trip for free. Fast pass planning, dining reservations, or airport transportation, I can help you with it all. For more information, please find Disney Vacations by Kate on Facebook or find me on Twitter at Vacation Year Kate. And I'm just Patrick. This is just Patrick, <laughs> and this is just Kate. We hope that you join us again next week as we continue our trip report part two. Do we have a question? We have to come up with a question. Oh, we can come up with a question from, from the content today. There's How about, like, what's your favorite alcoholic beverage? What's your favorite cronut? <laughs> no! That's not a... What? No! Or maybe just a simple question. It'll be that meme of me sitting at a table in a park with a sign that says, the cronut is the best treat changed my no. mind. <laughs> I like... It'll I like, be a discussion. I like this. Let's do this. What is your pet peeve in the parks? <gasps> Ooh, good question. Because and, and hope nobody takes mine. But what's your pet peeve in the parks? That's a good one. So we'll, we'll post it on our social media accounts this week. Please be sure to answer. And don't forget about our giveaway. If you want to win a reusable shopping bag from you Disney. Because it's big money. It's big money. Uh, make sure that you like the post on Facebook and share our page. Share the post. Share the page. What should we do? Share the page of the post. Post. We'll share the post. Share the post. Sure, why not? Share everything. Yeah, absolutely. So until next Sharing time. Sharing is caring. Until next time, dream about reusable shopping bags, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.